sounds on the beat. On the beat. I just hopped up out the train, about to do another show. show. Cashing my checks in, then I do the woo. Woo. Either I'm fast or the city really slow. Cause I'm passing them like, bro, let's go. Oh, they mad, huh? Oh, they mad, huh? The gag is, I'ma shade anyway. But the gag is, I'ma show out all day. And the gag is, they gon' tune in anyway. <laughs> These bitches could never. Uh, let's go. I know you guys get excited when that song comes on because I actually feel like a rapper myself. Um, but I'm not a rapper, okay? And I'm not redoing the intro. You're going to have to look at the fat, Jason, because it's a reminder every time I see that, that I need to eat less ice cream. I've been eating all day today. I ran to Johnny downstairs, and I was on my way to getting an ice cream. I got an ice cream. I had chicken wings. I had a couple pieces of shrimp. I had an acai bowl. I had water. I have eaten everything today, but I haven't. I've only gained six pounds, but I'm still under two. I'm under two fifteen, so I mean, I'm okay, right? I have a whole gym built out. Of my house cost me thousands of dollars. Haven't even lifted a fucking. <laughs> haven't even lifted a bottle of water. But I start with my new trainer. By the way, my new trainer is fine as hell. If he's watching, I'm not talking about you, but they'll see when they see you. Uh, hey, listen, I'm here. Uh, this is Gagging with Jason Lee. I'm Jason Lee. You're going to be gagging. We have an exciting show today. I'm going to be here for one hour. So I'm letting y'all know right now it's a short show. I'll be here for an hour, but then I'll talk to you. So it'll probably be like an hour and a half, hour and 20 minutes. 
But either way, listen, we have a full show of gags uh, and you're going to be able to come and gag with me. Then I'm going to give you that chance to come up and do your due deals, as they say on Vigo. By the way, I have a new show coming out on Beagle in a couple weeks or a week or something. I don't know. Whatever the day. I'm going to send it to them. Look, but before we get started, I got to put up the disclaimer. Because every time the Gag Nation comes on here, I have to put this up. This basically says that... um, Why is it lagging? It's lagging. I'm telling you, once we reset the... Okay, but is it going to come back or what? Yeah. Okay, hold on, folks. This is a disclaimer. Shit can go left at any second. That's the show. Okay? We're not even in Studio B at this point. It's B1 and B2 because all (laughs) studios are bullshit. How do you fix this Wi-Fi? How does the Wi-Fi go away and come back? Where does it go? Is it a... What is it? How does it go away? All right, well, listen, I'm uh, put me back on the screen so I can see myself while we uh, get it clear. We got to wait for the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi comes in and goes out, sort of like some of your daddies. Is it back? It ain't back. It's coming back. Right now, this is what it looks like if you don't get your insulin and you're about to pass out. Sorry to all the diabetics out there, but, you know, I was almost one myself. Uh, can we reset something? Can we just, what, what do we do? No, hold on. Let me try some. Hold on. Let me see if I can fix my own show. Boom. Boom. Hold on. Do I mute? Yeah. Still not? Listen, it'll come back together. Get How we get this shit together? What do we- clear now on this side okay there we go cool i don't know whatever giant did make a note that's what we do next time all right so i already the disclaimer put it back up one more time so it basically says that there's a lot of language in the show that i shouldn't be using but i'm using it anyway so if you have kids they shouldn't be in the room that i'm gonna be using content that uh belongs to people but fair use laws allow me to use it and also that um i'm not responsible for the things all of you disrespectful gag nation people say okay now look this past week, I was celebrating Black Excellence with uh, Ebony Magazine. Oh, Kevin's going to tell me. It's the tea with Jason Lee. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I was right. That wasn't tea. So you know what? No, scratch that. That wasn't tea. It should have been before the tea. Like I said, without the guilt of production telling me I'm messing up the show. Um, no, I was at the Ebony Power Black One uh, Power One Hundred, uh, the Ebony Power One Hundred uh, party, and let me tell you something: that is Black excellence. I've never been invited to this party before, but I always wanted to attend. And I guess I didn't have power at the time, but I clearly have power now. But I have to tell you, when you're on your road to success, you got to always be ready, because it wasn't just going to the party that I had to get ready for. By the way, let me show you myself on the red carpet, just my single photo, okay? Now, I know GQ Magazine reached out to me to do an interview, and I know that it's happening. But, baby, when I tell you this is 120 pounds down. And I don't know why I feel fat today, because I'm looking at this thing, and I am I know I'm still the same person. It was only two days ago. But this was Givenchy top. This was uh, Alexander McQueen's shirt, Givenchy pants, and Christian Louboutin shoes with the Loewe or whatever they say, on my eyes. 
Now, it was such a great event. I was on the red carpet with people like Ben Vereen, who's a legend, uh, Holly Robinson-Pete, MC Light, Justine Skye was there, um, Big Frida ran into her, had a lot of really good interactions with people. But it was Wayne Brady who I ran into who hosted the show and was emotional about his experience with Ben Vereen that caught me because when I walked into the hotel with my date, do you have a picture of my date? This was my date for the evening. Um, Sky from Black King Cruise. She was my date. She had on all black. I had on all black. And then we ran into Karuchi, who people said looked like a bird, but I'm going to tell you right now, she looked really cute and she had a beautiful, expensive ass necklace on. Shout out to that Emmy Award winner. But no, it was Wayne Brady who stopped me in the hotel and told me how he was a big fan of me and my shows. And I was, I mean, I was surprised because you never know who's watching you. So when he walks up to me and says, Jason Lee, Jason Lee, hi, Wayne Brady. I'm a big fan of yours. You know, when you say what you say on your show, you inspire me. <laughs> the mass Singer? Kinky Boots? Not the, not the game show. Anyway, Wayne was telling me how I inspired him, which was cool. I also ran into Laz Alonzo. Shout out to him who, told, you know, we had a moment where I told him, like, he believed in me when a lot of people didn't. And... There was a lot of black excellence on the carpet. And the thing I said at every stop along the way was, it's so good to finally go at an event, go to an event where it was for us, by us, and everybody on the carpet looked like us. Because it's rare. Everybody knows I've been a big advocate for black media. And they, you know, don't treat black media well on the carpet. My team fights all the time for better positioning, access to celebrities. And so to get there and see everybody on the carpet look like us and shout out to all the media outlets that were there because you all gave me my flowers. Everybody was like, you're an icon. You know, you you paved your own way. You've blown up. You We're so proud of what you've done because I realized that what I'm doing is opening the doors for other people. Now, I know that sometimes it gets difficult and it's hard and it's frustrating and I get annoyed and angry. And, you know, I just did a whole Dear White People post on my Instagram a minute ago. I am. Uh, I, I I appreciate being given my flowers by the people on the carpet. Everybody gave me my flowers um, walking down the carpet. And so I just want to say to all the media that's out there, thank you so much. Everything I'm doing over here, I'm doing it for you also. And those of you that are just getting in the game or want to get in the game, my courses are officially done and you'll be hearing about those soon. And it's going to be a huge, huge undertaking and project for me. And we're, we're building out what that's going to look like. And we want to reach everybody around the world, which is why we're building a goal, uh, global summit to go with it. So that way, people from all over the world who want to get into media, whether you're in Brazil, whether you're in UK, whether you're in Africa, or you know you're in Portugal or the United States, you'll be able to plug into the vein that we're creating to help people become their own boss. You know, ultimately, I shouldn't be the only one. Shade Room and Hollywood, we shouldn't be the only ones out here making all the money driving our culture. There should be, you know, there's other people too, but I mean, in terms of like the top three, there should be other people who have the same opportunity to have a voice. And there's so much money out here. Everybody should be able to get it. Anyhow, shout out to Ebony for inviting me. But look, this is why I say you have to be ready. And I know the white people at the Windy Shore are mad at me. Hey, white people, uh, I understand they're mad at me. They saw the show last week. There's been a lot of conversation about the things that I said, and I stand behind everything that I say. This The Windy Show right now is raw chicken. And uh, it is made for white people and advertisers. It is not made for us. And they are destroying and dismantling the legacy of Wendy Williams. I said it to them privately. I'll say it to you publicly. It is what it is. Uh, but, you know, when I got to the Ebony Power 100 party, I was sitting at the table with Jamil Hill. 
Jamil Hill has a book coming out. Baby, when that book hits the stands, I'm going to be the first one to buy it because she is spilling uh, the tea. And she told me some of the tea, and I'm not going to talk about it here. But if you don't know who Jamil Hill is, you better go look it up and go look at our, our, our past library of videos because Jamil did an interview here. I wasn't here, but she did say she's going to sit down with me. And I'm, I mean, I'm telling you, it's a, it's going to be a, a lot. But I sat down with Jamil Hill, and while I was sitting there eating my fish and I want to say grits, but it wasn't. It was some kind of rice or something. The lady comes up to me with the producer and she says, Jason, can you come up and present? I was like, present when? She was like, right now. I was like, present what? She was like, a category. I'm like, well, what category? So I get up out of my chair. I take a drink. Of course, I had to take some Tito's. And I walk backstage and I meet with the teleprompter guy and the producer and we're going over what I'm literally, they're literally getting ready to announce me as I literally am going through the notes. But because I'm a professional <laughs> and even though I'm not good enough to host the Wendy Williams show. Bitch, you tried it. I got on stage in front of all those black, excellent people. And I did my thing. Let me show you a picture of me on the stage at the Power 100 event. This is me standing up there looking like money, baby, money, baby. I was sitting up there looking like straight up money. Are there more pictures? Keep going. Just keep. Are there any more? Is that it? Okay. Go back to the first one. Cause that looks more regal. <laughs> Don't I look like I'm about to hand out an Emmy and the winner is Oprah Winfrey. Okay. Whatever. But look, okay. So I was up there reading the teleprompter. Now I told the producer, if the teleprompter goes out, I'm out. I ain't going to stay up here and ad-lib. I ain't rapping, singing, or playing around. I'm literally going to throw y'all under the bus and I'm out. The teleprompter didn't go out. So this was a little bit, somebody captured um, a part of me announcing the honor. Take a look. You can clap for that. Go, Fred! I'm so proud of you, Jason. You just so good. Teaching business development and operations of Live Nation, Urban, Brandon, Pinky. Designer and CEO of Rich Fresh and Henry Mass. Fresh Henry. Founder and CEO of Harlem's Fashion Road and Icon 360, Brandon Daniel. That's my brother. They're going to make the most noise. All right. Directors and producers, Kuti and Chai. The Chiki. Chiki. Listen, y'all gonna have to start giving me a, a proper preparation. All right. Image architect, Law Rose. So listen, yes, Kuti and Chike, I got it wrong, but congratulations to you on your honor. And thank you to Sky who recorded it. Everybody needs to have a friend that roots you on from the table, even though she was sipping out her brown cup, her brown juice in her cup. Do we have the video? Okay, but look, she left the party early to get ready for Drake's party. Drake had a birthday party. It was super ghetto. I wasn't even invited, but it's okay, whatever. I didn't want to show up to something I couldn't get in anywhere because there were thousands of people in the streets. But Sky happened to leave early and get in, and she did a whole change. But she didn't tell me she went over there and got in a fight at Drake's party. Take a look. Oh, 
Now, I didn't see anybody hit her. Everybody keeps saying people punched her, but I didn't see that. Now, uh, Fly, uh, Fly, I was about to call her by her Instagram. Sky went on our page and she said she has weak ass ankles or knees. So now she's blaming it on her fragile knees. Um, but either way, I don't know what happened. Still haven't talked to her. She hasn't called me. I, I'm, I'm glad she's okay. That's why I'm glad I didn't go to that party. I ended up going to the Abbey, dressed like the Matrix. Um, I was too expensive. I looked too expensive to be at the Abbey. Everybody was like, what is he here for? You know, is he giving an award away to Madonna? It was just, it was completely inappropriate, but I was still there. Anyway, let's get down to the tea with Jason Lee. I am so sick of talking about Little Boosie. Little Boosie. Now, let me tell you something. I predict that Little Boosie is going to eventually do something so crazy that he ends up in prison because the the hoodness is coming out of him. He has allowed this little homosexual boy to make him so angry. I have never seen a gangster get so angry by a homosexual in my life, and I fuck with hood niggas. Okay, little Boosie is big mad and he's using homophobic slurs now to tell Lil Nas X to kill himself because Lil Nas X was trolling him. Now, we all know that Lil Nas X is going to troll. That's just what he does. And honestly, I am one of the biggest fans of Lil Nas X, which is crazy because, you know, I wasn't before. I didn't get his trolling, but I get it now because Lil Nas X is forcing you to accept that we gay people exist and that we want to be treated the same as you. That, I think, is what's being over, uh, uh, not, not looked at. Same with Dave Chappelle. I think Dave Chappelle, is, in a very smart way, is getting our community to look at our own issues and also saying that why is it that Black people aren't as important as, as every other group? So as a Black person, I get it. Well, Boosie isn't getting it. He's actually under fire for what he said to Lil Nas X after Lil Nas X was trolling him. Now, many people felt that the washed up rapper had a lot, a lot to say that went a little too far. I personally agree. But this is actually what went down. Lil Nas X went live, in case you missed it. And he jokingly told his fans that him and Boosie was working on a song together. Now, I don't know what the song would have been called. May it have been Deep Down or, or Deep Throating or I don't know. But they could have rapped, they could have rapped about a double entendre, right? Like suck it, suck it good. Could have been both meanings, right? They both suck it good. What or I mean, you know, not both of them, but you know what I mean. Well, either way, this is what Lil Nas X had to say. So I've been working on this song with Lil Boosie, bro. I had this song with Lil Boosie coming to come out. Shit, fire ain't gonna lie for it. Goddamn, song with Lil Boosie finna come out. Song with Lil Boosie finna come out. It's the protruding of the lips for me. I mean, it's almost like you're saying, <laughs> like, Nas, he know what you're doing with them lips. I know what you're doing with them lips. But either way, you done pissed this man off. And isn't it crazy that we've never talked about Lil Nas X more than we talk about him now? Nobody has talked about you, Lil Boosie. And this, this mainstream reaction you're getting is only because of Lil Nas X. Well, Boosie has threatened and, uh, you know, criticized Lil Nas X several times. Several times. and But in recent months, it's been all over the place. But he uh, responded to that video where basically he just said we're collaborating with a, clearly his trolling. 
And he responded in a way that now has people thinking that he took it too far. This is what he said. He said, stop, stop trolling me, faggot. LOL, you a whole bitch playing with a gangster. You can keep my, you can keep sucking dick and getting fucked in your ass. And, um, and you hashtag you hate yourself. I would too, if I was you, Lil Nas X, if you commit suicide, you would do this world a huge favor. Nobody wants you here. Now, people are saying that that was just too far. Okay. Now, somebody must have called him because he deleted the post, but then he threw up some sub tweets saying, quote, think about it. Nobody wants you here. So basically saying you should kill yourself. Now, Lil Nas X came back trolling Boosie again, showing that he wasn't unbothered and showing you that us homosexuals can fight too. This is what he said. He said, I am truly saddened. I have never been so mortified in my life. I can't believe Disney Channel has yet to play Halloween Town this entire October. You know, the crazy part is Boosie going to cancel any bag he has in mainstream community in the mainstream community because everybody's supporting Lil Nas X. Now, after many people called for him to be canceled, Boosie came back with another tweet. And this is where he had a lot of people divided because there was some truth to what he was saying. And I'm going to get into that. This is what he said. He said, if y'all think the whole world hate me, y'all tripping. I have international love and respect for how I am and what I stand for. And never forget, there's a ghetto in every city, state, country, etc. who rock with Boosie for real, for real. The realest. Now, the truth of the matter is there is a hood in every world part of the world. There are hoods. But I don't think the slums of India. Or the slums of Dominican Republic or any other country, third world at that, are sitting around a campfire chanting your name. Okay, so uh, people are not going to buy into that. Now, that is true. There are a lot of ignorant black people in the hood who believe this dumb shit because you're feeding it to them and you're a product of that ignorance. And there's a lot of smart people from the hood, black people from the hood, who've overcome this ignorance and who have a different and objectionable mind. And I think what's sad with the little boosties of the world is that you're literally driving a separation between us and the community who look like you. And the fact that you continue to take shots a little bit, Nas X, it doesn't prove anything. You're old. You're, you've had your career. Your career is pretty much over. I haven't seen little Boosie world tour. I don't know that there's people in Philippines saying Boosie, Bo like, I don't see it for you. Maybe there are, I'm not really turned on to your brand. But either way, it's little Nas X's turn. And for the most part, he has a lot of support outside of his community, outside of the gay community, but also outside of the black community. He's a global brand, hated or not. And I don't know if Boosie has had things done to him. Sometimes people who've had sexual experiences out of their control have gone on to feel some type of way. But if you have molest or rape, Boosie is not being gay. That's just being a victim. Or a survivor in that case. But either way, I don't know what's going on with Boosie. It's really sad to watch. Now, Boosie, uh, after making his remarks, Lil Nas X's father has now come out. Now, I didn't even know Lil Nas X's father was a public person. But his name is R.L. Stafford. Now, you know he's somebody's deacon. If your name is R.L. Stafford, you is somebody's church playing with the Bible. Well, R.L. is speaking out. And he said that he was hypocritical and hinted that uh, his content is inappropriate for children as well. This is what the dad said. 
He said, how the hell you're a gangster rapper promoting drugs, gun violence, degrading women, and getting high every video. Talking about you're for the kids, man. Sit your old <laughs> sit your old man looking ass down. The game has passed you. We real bankhead over here, not like the guy who claims it. Huh? He took a shot at T.I. too? Because T.I. supporting him? Throw the whole Atlanta away at this point. <laughs> Just throw the whole A away. I am i don't know what to say. Well, Lil Boosie, you got beat up by a gay dude and his dad, at least on the internet. And, you know, threatening to hurt him and telling him to kill himself. I don't know why you're so infatuated with that. Is it because every time his dancers shake their ass on stage, you know he's getting it and not you? I don't know. But either way, good luck with this hate, hate train. I like this artist. I don't even want to say. <laughs> I like it like that. Well, let me tell you how he likes it. He likes his black women on a leash. <laughs> Apparently. Jay Balvin, the artist, is now apologizing because he put black women on leashes in a video called Peta. You Peta work. <laughs> Balvin, who we all know is this very famous, big, he's a huge celebrity. Um, by the way, I saw him one time at, um, was it P.F. Chang's? No, that wasn't P.F. It was some basic ass restaurant. No, wherever, it was a nice restaurant in New York. Oh, it was Tao. <clears throat> I saw him at Tao once in New York City. Uh, nice guy, came in with two people, no bodyguards, just real laid back. <clears throat> he's a huge superstar though. But now he's receiving a lot of backlash over this new music video entitled Peta, <clears throat> where he features black women on leashes. And now he's forced to apologize because the kennels have reached out and said, don't talk about our dogs like that. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> women have responded. I just wanted to see if you guys were following me. So, so. Well, Peta, this is a collaboration with this Dominican art artist named Takisha. Takisha. And it's about a dog in heat. Now, the music video, he's seen walking black women around styled like dogs with leashes on them and depicts them in cages. I had to argue with this guy on Bigo earlier because he's Spanish. He's, he's Spanish, but he basically, he pays for dick, right? So I was arguing with him on Bigo about being a paymaster, and I was telling him, because he's a Trump supporter, why would you support somebody who put your people in cages? Like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. But this is why I don't, this is why I say this. I don't get why Jay Balvin, given the fact that Spanish people were being put in cages at the border, would then put black women in cages, knowing that we come from slavery. So this is just giving me tone death and racial insensitivity. It's giving me just nobody around you cares about you. Jay Balvin, if me and you were fucking, I would have said, baby, don't let that happen when you go out there and put them people on the leashes because you're going to get criticized. If I was a part of your label, I'd have said, hey, hey, baby, hey, 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 don't do that. If I was your homeboy, I'd been like, yo, Holmes, don't do that. I would have told you <laughs> putting black women on leashes and cages without their permission was a bad idea. But apparently nobody told him. Now, this is what it looked like if you haven't seen it. Are those trans women? No, they're, they're made up to look like dogs. <gasps> He put makeup on them to make them look like dogs. Mm -hmm. Oh, you in trouble. 
You know, the crazy part is they won't cancel him, though, because cancel culture really only exists for black people. This this whole Latin man then put these women in dog costumes before Halloween and put them on a leash and fed them <laughs> turkey legs for y'all's entertainment. Now, uh, following all of this drama, the vice president of Colombia, of Colombia, the country, because yes. <laughs> he's from Colombia, yeah. she spoke out. Now, when you make the vice president get on TV, Marta, Luisa, Lucia, Ramirez, she's called the vision. She called the visual sexist, racist, machista, and misogynistic, misogynistic, whatever. That word is too hard to say. Either way, she was not having it. The vice president is not having it. Now, people are pissed. This is what people were saying on Twitter. Jay Balvin and Takesha's song, Peta Music Video, was criticized for showing the Colombian singer with two black women on leashes. The song has it, the song has direct sexist, racist, misogynistic expressions that shows women being portrayed as dogs. That must be dominated. Shaking my head, the song was a flop anyway. I'm still in complete disbelief that Jay Balvin was... was I'm, I'm in disbelief that you didn't spell check this girl. Uh, had black women in leashes and was walking them like dogs in that music video. I truly don't care what the intent was. There's no way, there's no way people shot and edited that and thought the end product was remotely appropriate. Jay Balvin is a white Colombian. I am not surprised that he saw nothing wrong with walking black women like dogs. He is not the only wrong one. Everyone involved in the creative process, including the black women who agreed to be a dog, walked. Uh, are just as culpable. I am tired. I like J Balvin, but that Peta song and music video is horrible. What made them think of the uh, uh, think the theme of black women in dog masks crawling on all fours while leash was a good idea? Well, somebody pointed out to me that Snoop Dogg has done the same thing. So, is it okay for Snoop Dogg to do it and not J Balvin? I don't know that Snoop Dogg ever did it. Why is it lagging? And just like that, we're back. I don't know if it's okay for Snoop Dogg to do it. I don't think I've seen Snoop do it. But either way, I think that to keep the focus on Jay Balvin, it was somebody not black who said that, by the way. Stop deflecting. We're going to hold your man accountable. I think that was uh, definitely racially tone deaf and racially insensitive again. And since when is walking any woman like a dog in today's era of cancel culture even acceptable? You know, Karens are out there everywhere waiting for you to do something stupid. So, Jay Balvin, you basically just handed it up to him. And it looks like Jay Balvin um, got the message because he's now released a statement. And this is what he said. Ahora les de el video de Perra. Primero quiero ofrecerle mis disculpas a todas las personas que se sintieron ofendidas, especialmente las mujeres y la comunidad negra. Eso no hace parte de lo que yo siempre he expresado. Lo mío siempre ha sido tolerancia, amor y integración. Como también me ha gustado siempre apoyar los nuevos talentos. En este caso, Tokisha, una mujer que apoya a su gente, a su comunidad y también empodera a las mujeres. Como forma de respuesta y obviamente de respeto, bajé el video hace ocho días. Y al ver que siguieron con las críticas y con toda esta situación, por eso estoy aquí dando cara hablando al respecto. Eh, madre, también, discúlpame. Y la idea sigue siendo mejor cada día. 
Gracias por escucharme. So let me break this break this down for all the black women. I ain't about to say this in English because it is what it is. He ain't even try to say I'm sorry in English. Like you disrespected black women and women in general, but black women, you didn't even try to get Google Translate. You didn't even get Google Translate, send to Johnny. So you didn't even think of, because you know what Google Translate, you could act, because this is how I be talking to my Spanish guys around the world. Hey, baby, um, how are you doing? I hope you're well over. And then I send it to Google, and then Google tells them what to say. You know what I mean? And then when they send it back, hey, daddy, I'm over here in Colombia waiting for you. They they send it to Google, and then Google tells me. it's a There's Translate audio, people. J Balvin, you, you, you need me to help you. Now, I ain't going to lie. Jay Balvin's cute. I let him put me on a leash. You just ain't going to hit it doggy style, but I'm going to let you put me on a leash. Uh, by the way, Bad Bunny is cuter than him, and Bad Bunny hasn't made these mistakes. Uh, okay, but look. Look at this picture. We don't care. Um, it's not about Snoop. It's about Jay Balvin, so we're not going to deflect. Sorry, quit sending us tea, y'all. Y'all are messy. <laughs> All right, bye, Jay. Well, guys, listen, I told you it was going to be a quick show. Y'all thought I was playing? I am working through these stories. I'm going to get to these gags. We're going to gag our asses off, and I'm about to go downstairs and get some skinny pop. I've been eating all day. I'm going to keep eating. I'm going to get in the jacuzzi tonight because I don't feel fat in the jacuzzi because it's so big, and I'd be naked anyway, and the water just makes me feel skinny. All right, well, look. He didn't kill somebody. Don't laugh. They're laughing in the studio. This woman is dead. She got shot and killed. They laughing in the studio. I said some. Let me say it again because I don't think they heard me. Somebody died. He shot and killed a woman, a camera woman who was doing her job. Now, Alec Baldwin, he's the actor. Apparently, he had a prop gun on set. And he just shot it, and he shot two people. Where is Donald Trump? As much as he talks shit about Donald Trump, shouldn't Donald Trump be talking shit about him right now? If I was Donald Trump, I would have did a press conference and said, Alec needs to go to jail immediately. He's a murderer. Well, they're calling it an accident, of course, because it probably was. The accident took place in Santa Fe, New Mexico, which is one of the most boring places I've ever been. I went to Santa Fe, New Mexico one time. All they talk about is red sauce and green sauce on your burritos or enchiladas. They don't talk about nothing else over there. Well, either way, uh, he was filming a movie down there. In, in, in the scene, it required him to pull a gun. And the gun was a prop gun. But the gun was thought to be loaded with blanks. It actually had a live, it had live rounds in it. And the, the gun's bullet struck the director, Joel Souza, and the cinematographer, hey, uh, uh, Helena, Helena, Helena Hutchins. Do we have a picture of her? This is a picture of Helena. You know, she was the girl who was doing the movie with Alec, and now she's dead. Does she have kids? Mm -hmm. She had a kid, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, she had a kid and a husband. Well, anyway, authorities are now saying that she died from her injuries and that Susan was airlifted to a nearby hospital. Um, now, due to the nature of the whole shooting, there's been no charges brought against Alec because they're saying it was an actual mistake. 
You know, it was just unfortunate that the mistake was made that resulted in somebody's death. Now, here's the realty. Who's to blame? Because the guy who loads the gun and who gets the gun together for the actors has had a problem on a set before where somebody was injured. He's the one that should go to prison, right? It's like he loaded up the gun and then hands it to Alec and Alec shoots the woman. Alec thought it was a fake gun. I wonder if when they got shot, did they think they were faking it too? Because you're on a movie set. So the director falls out. Do you think, oh, look at him trying to show me up? Or I don't know. But either way, they died. Now, Alec is saying that it was an accidental shooting and that he left and that, you know, he left somebody dead. This is his actual quote. He said, there are no words to convey my shock and sadness regarding the tragic accident that took the life of Helena Hutchins, a wife, a mother and deeply admired colleague of ours. I'm fully cooperating with the police investigation to address how this tragically occurred. It's just really sad. That woman, her whole life, didn't know she was going to go to work and die. That's what we said. We never really know what our time is. That's what this made me think of. Like, you just never really know. You know, shout out to everybody out there. Be safe. Go to work and then, damn, you just get killed. Now, her father has actually spoken out, and he's saying that he's forgiven Alec. Now, you know this is some white people shit, because I'm going to tell you, black people, we don't care how it happened. We sent our baby to work. Our baby didn't come home. We suing everybody. Everybody sued. Well, this is what the father said. He said, we still can't believe Helena is dead and her mother is going out of her mind with grief. But I don't hold Alec Baldwin responsible. It is the responsibility of the props people who handle the gun. See, I agree with the dad. The prop guy should go to prison. Look at this. I said, where is Donald Trump? Donald Trump ain't nowhere to be found, but his damn son is. Do we have a picture of Donald Trump Jr.? Look at him. We should have put an uglier picture up. Well, Don Don is profiting off this tragedy, okay? And he's selling T-shirts referencing the shooting. Are you serious? This is the photo of the shirt. Guns don't kill people. Alec Baldwin does. They are sick over there. Well, you know, this all comes because Alec used to play Donald Trump on Saturday Night Live and used to make fun of him. But um, people, including Trump supporters, have 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 chastised the son, saying that it was just it was it just happened last week. This goes back to rich, white, entitled people who are racially insensitive and 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 insensitive, just human beings in general. Either way, Alec, um, you're not going to go to prison because you're white. And. You're not going to go to prison because the father doesn't want you to and because you're a star. But this woman is dead and her kid has no mother. All right. I can't want to talk about nothing else. Sad. Bye, Alec. Good luck. All right. Well, listen. Um, Kyrie Irving is in the news and not for anything other than people are just not happy that he's not able to play. Protesters are storming. The Barclays Center in support of Kyrie Irving following uh, that vaccination drama. You know, he refused to get vaccinated. He's lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in not being able to play. So he's technically like the NBA's version of Colin Kaepernick because he's standing up for his rights and what he believes he has the right to. And he's willing to risk it all. And he's risking it all. Now, he's has a lot of people in his corner fighting for him. And they made their present known at the last Brooklyn's uh, game. Do we have a video or pictures? 
This is a video of the people outside supporting Curry. Hundreds of people, look. I love uh, Beyonce and Rihanna, but I ain't about to be going to jail <laughs> if they can't perform. Y'all are crazy. Y'all just be showing up. Is Your employers are watching you all behind a basketball game. Fortunately, now, uh, local police and Barclays security were there to kind of keep things under control, and nobody was arrested or detained for supporting him. Ooh, you know, when you catch that good yawn, I, I felt it coming. I was going to fight it, y'all. But I need, I've need i been getting some good sleep. I needed that yawn. Ooh, all right. Well, listen. Kyrie, people are supporting his right to decide whether or not he gets vaccinated. There's a lot of people that feel like he should have the right and control over his own body. I think everybody feels that way, right? He's already lost $381,000 as a result of not being vaccinated. Is that every game? Huh? For the whole season. Okay. That's not that bad. But it's still a lot of money. Now, Kyrie, he has seemed to have had enough of all the backlash. He unloaded a nearly 30-minute Instagram live explaining his decision to remain unvaccinated and questioning the need for all the criticism when it's his choice and his body. Look at his... We're not playing 30 minutes. Two minutes? Okay. Look out two of the best 30... Two minutes of the best... Two of the best two... The best two minutes of the damn 30 minutes. Look. It's my platform to to spread positivity and, and spread light on the things that matter to me, you know. And um, I just care about our world a lot. And if I'm going to be demonized for that, um, at least let me go out on my own accord. You know, first things first, uh, this isn't about me. And it's not about me dispelling, uh, you know, what's being said about me particularly or for anybody. It's just saying you know, I'm standing with all those that, uh, you know, believe in what's right and are doing what's right for themselves. You know, everybody has a personal choice with their lives. Uh, you know, everybody has a right to feel a certain type of way. Everybody's entitled to their own opinions. Everybody's entitled to to do what they feel is best for themselves, you know, and, and putting me as a hero or painting me as a villain, sort of say, or going against the vaccine mandates like that wasn't that wasn't my intent at all. And to be sitting in this seat here and seeing, you know, the way that this is dividing our world up, you know, being vaccinated or being unvaccinated, uh, you know, it's just sad to see. Uh, it's, it's creating a lot of division, a lot of confusion, you know, a lot of people saying things that are untrue. Um, we're not giving space for each other to speak. You know, you got doctors out here working hard, physicians out here working hard, and um, everybody's trying to do what's best for them and their families, which I respect. And I'm always going to put that first, you know, everybody out there, it's not, you know, listening to me or or making this about me or painting this picture like, yo, I'm the voice of reason. So you should do this. Nah, like it's just about staying real and staying true to who you are and making the choice for you what's best. You know, everybody has their own family. Everybody has their own tribe. You know, everybody has their own issues or traumas that they're dealing with, trying to heal from. And, and I'm just trying to support as best I can.
you know, I'm a, I'm a hoop, I'm a hooper. Uh, you know, I've been a hooper since I was you know, down there four years old and, uh, you know, coming into the NBA, I, I just had a dream to play ball at a high level. You know, I didn't anticipate all this coming with it. Um, but if I am going to be, uh, responsible for my. Listen, that was a longer video. You can go over to his Instagram and watch it. But listen, I agree with him. I think it's his body, his choice. But then some people are arguing like we're in a world where, quote, regular people are required to get vaccinated to go to their regular job, whatever that means. But, you know, it's not just about him. But at the same time, it's his body, his choice. I made a mistake earlier. He's losing out on $381,000 every home game, which is almost $15 million for the season. So it's a big, big penalty. He's losing a lot. And at this point, I mean, it looks like he's dug his heels in the sand and I don't see him uh, changing his mind. Now, a lot of athletes are speaking out in support of him. And one of them is my friend Floyd Mayweather. This is what Floyd had to say. Take a look. Kyrie, what's up? I know you're going through a lot. We had a chance to hang out in 2016 when you represented America, when you represented the red, white, and blue. You only want to be treated fair. Um, I was going to post something on one of my social media pages, but I decided to do it the old school way and read it out to you because you're a great person, great father, a great athlete, and you believe what you believe. America is the land of the free, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, and supposedly freedom to choose. Never be controlled by money. I respect you for having some integrity and being your own man. A free mind makes his own choices and a slave mind follows the crowd. Stand for something or fall for anything. One man can lead a revolution to stand up and fight for what's right. One choice, one word, one action can change the world. It's crazy how people hate you for being a leader. I hope your actions encourage many others to stand up and say enough is enough. Respect to you, Kyrie. And power to the people. Wait a minute. I thought all you black people were laughing at Floyd said he couldn't read. It's so crazy how we tear each other down, ain't it? It's so crazy how black people so fast took down other black people. You know, I'm dealing with all these white people telling me I'm not ready enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. And I didn't even hear a word Floyd said because all I was doing was thinking about all of y'all who said he couldn't read. Because y'all let one nigga tell you that he couldn't read. Now, I knew my friend could read. My best friend, I knew he could read. Just like now you're calling him a, 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 head, a homophobic because he didn't want to take pictures with somebody who had nail polish on. He, If I don't want to take pictures with somebody that got it on or do have it on or he doesn't, it's his choice to take a picture with who he wants to or who he don't. And he doesn't have to read for you to get that he doesn't read. But I want to make sure that you got what I got, that he just showed you all these years of you trolling him. A black man who came from nothing and made a billion dollars that takes care of his children, that gives to a lot of people that made it possible for me to have Hollywood unlocked. Y'all, y'all joked and said he couldn't read, but he just stood up for another black man in the face of adversity and everybody in the world shaming them, including the president, if he doesn't uh, allow the government to take uh, control over his body. I hope that people saw that video the same way that I did and understand that we all as a community have to take better care and protection of one another because we so quick to throw the black man under the bus and say, oh, he can't read and try to shame him. Go to his kids page and tell him your daddy can't read. Oh, Floyd Mayweather, can he read this? You let a rapper tell you, the same rapper that put Tierra Marie's face on Instagram with cum all over it and then sued her for being offended for it. 
you let him tell you that Floyd Mayweather, somebody that should be inspiring your young kids to make it out of the hoods that they live in, that he couldn't read. But I just sat there and watched him read something in support of another black man. It's so crazy how Floyd doesn't even have to defend himself that I could just watch it and point it out. Hmm. Go figure. Just like when that black woman tried to hack Hollywood Unlocked. Sometimes we're our own cancer. Anyway, that was food for thought. Back to the story at hand. Uh, you know, Kyrie, it's your body, your choice. You're choosing to lose out on a lot of money. Shout out to Floyd Mayweather for sticking up for you. It takes good people to stand in your corner and people who are self-made and fearless, who own and control themselves like Floyd does, to be able to stand behind you. I'm sure there's a lot more, and I think that we should be more supportive. Uh, that's all I'll say on that. My girl's in the news, Tammy Rivera. And no, she was not filming for Love & Hip Hop. She went all the way off in CVS. She's actually in a fight with CVS. And there's a whole investigation happening because the clerk was racially profiling her. I'll say allegedly. Allegedly. But either way, now they're um, investigating this claim because while she was there shopping, this woman was following her around. And apparently she's been to the same CVS in DeKalb County multiple times. She says she goes almost every other day. What would you go to CVS for every other day? <laughs> I was like, girl, you ain't going to need Monistat every other day. You have a husband, so you ain't using a bunch of condoms. Doritos? Well, anyway, she's there all the time. She's a regular. It's like Cheers, right? <laughs> well, she was there shopping, and this woman was following around. Now, was the woman Spanish or Asian? Asian, huh? Hurry up and buy. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say nothing because I love I love everybody. Y'all Asian people will come in our community and sell liquor and sell hair and then look at us as thieves. You still in our culture and you still in stuff that are bad. You're anyway. Tammy claimed that she was shopping at CVS. Maybe she dropped her group of her coupons or groupons or something. I don't know what happened. But either way, she got followed up and down every aisle. And she opened up this hair accessory. And, um, you know, she intended to buy it. Now, this made me think of something crazy. I live in West Hollywood. I go to the pavilion sometimes. I was at pavilions the other day. And I got me some uh, cheddar cheese ruffles. And I was eating them in line because the old, the elderly person in front of me You ever have somebody really old in front of you taking really long? And I know this is sad to say, but you just kind of want to pay for it so they can get the fuck out the way. It was one of those situations where this woman was buying wine. I think she had drunk a bottle before she got there because she couldn't put her code in to get her rewards. So I was like, girl, I just put in my number, gave her the rewards so she get out the way. Anyway, Tammy went off. This is what she said on video. I'm at Walgreens, CBS. I come here almost every other night. I know every person that works in this store. I came here to get some uh, satin hair wrap and some Dubrof oil. This lady sat here. She must be new. She sat here 
and she watched me on the aisle, acting like she was fixing stuff in the aisle. I'm watching her watch me, right? I watched, I told, she, no, she, she watching me. I opened the pack. She said, Becky, Becky, she watched Chuck talk. She's watching me so hard that when I opened this pack, she said, don't do that. I said, who are you talking to? No, I said, who are you talking? You can say, please. I said, who are you talking to? Don't do that. I said, if I'm buying this, I can do what I want. No, you cannot. Don't do that. I said, um, you've been watching me this whole, pull the cameras back. You did. Pull the cameras back. Okay. Pull the cameras back. You thought you what you thought was I was a child or someone stealing because you sat there and you watched me for two hours and I watched you watch me and I didn't say anything. Okay. Not one thing. I work here, yeah. Yeah, you do work here. And I come in here almost every other night. Every employee who works here knows me but her. She must be new. But she sat there and watched me on the aisles. She sat there and watched me on the aisles <laughs> and told me to not open. And it was the mannerism in which you spoke to me like I was a child. Don't do that. Why are you watching me from two hours away telling me not to open something that I'm about to pay for? And then the, uh, then she would tell me to leave the store. I told her to call the police. And she's still running her mouth. And she's still running her mouth. And you're still running your mouth. And you're about to be and you're about to be on Instagram to 7.5 million followers. So laugh at that. She didn't realize that she was on a show called Love and Hip Hop because she could have got beat down at any moment right there in the LCBS. <laughs> Tammy, see, this is what I said. But then again, you also got to be careful because she could have knew Taekwondo and kicked Tammy in the throat. And then now here we are. Tammy laid out. Well, um, cops were called and she eventually left the store to, to avoid trespassing charges. Do you guys remember that time that I went to the restaurant for lunch? And Cardi called me and told me that there was a guy in the restaurant sharing my whereabouts because it was online. And then I followed him in the freezer and I was going to beat him up on the camera and post it and it went viral. Do y'all remember that? Or if you're one of my day one fans, you remember I went, oh, I, Johnny, did you see that? Oh, you didn't know me then. Did you see Alexis? I was having a salad. You know, my fat ass needed a salad. Hell, I need a salad right now. But uh, anyway, uh, I was eating a salad and he posted my whereabouts saying, come get him. He was trying to tell the barbers to come find me or whatever, but Cardi saw it online and she, Cardi alerted me. How you see I was being exposed online before I see it. So she said, hey, some, are you out eating lunch? I'm like, yeah. She's like, she sends me the photo of me sitting in a chair eating from the guy. And I turn around and the guy's still there and he like this. But he worked there. So I went to beat him up. Anyway, the, they didn't call the police, but nonetheless, I posted on social media that I went on the breakfast club and talked about it. Well, anyway, Following the event, Tammy called her CVS to file a complaint. Now, it was said that the general manager quickly called back and apologized. And now CVS is saying that uh, that they have a, a firm non-discrimination policy and is committed to ensuring that all customers are treated with respect and that offered uh, and offer courteous customer service. Now, here's what I understand. And this is a real question. Why do Asian people treat black people with disrespect and racism? Why? And how is it that Asian people come to America where black people have been marginalized and disenfranchised from their own families and brought to a, company, a country to build as slaves and then come here and tell us that we don't belong here? That's a real question. Do you know? Okay, well, either way, social media went uh, off, but they said that Tammy was the one that was in the wrong. This is what they said. 
They said, uh, okay, but don't open stuff until you pay for it. Keep your receipt. Return it if it doesn't work for you. They watch y'all because y'all think y'all have special rules for yourselves. Okay, that lady is not in the wrong. Don't open it before you purchase, especially since the person is new and she don't know who you are, but it seemed like she was expecting her to, and that's why she's mad. So you're going to open the package before you pay? Look, I don't even want to read no more. Do y'all agree with that? Because I do it. So if you come up here and say that Tammy was in the wrong, you tell me I'm in the wrong. Listen, I will take a condom out and use it in the store. <laughs> no, I won't do that. There's an investigation going on. Tammy's not going to jail. The lady's probably not going to get fired. Who knows? Goodbye. 55 minutes. I said I was going to do this for fun. Did I say I was going to do it for one hour? You don't even start the clock no more. Would I just wasted my money for the clock? <laughs> the clock upside down. <laughs> they said, fuck all these resources you put in. I've spent so much money. Do y'all be looking at how much money I spend? Do you ever look and go, he spent a lot of money. I got, huh? I mean, this is one studio. It's an apartment in New York I haven't even been to. There's so many Uggs downstairs right now, y'all. I, I had my assistant go on an Ugg run. We I got every color Ugg, blue Uggs. Rob, bring the Uggs up here, please. Can you bring me my Uggs? Or they're in my bedroom. No, no, no. No free promo. Never mind. I got sandals. All right, but here's what I do have. I have merch. You can go right now to hollywoodunlock.com slash shop. This is all the old merch. By the way, I got new merch. Finally, we're getting ready to do the photo shoot. We picked our models. We're, our store is done. I know we've been saying this forever, but we really do have it. We also have a way you can subscribe if you're a super fan. Go to youtube.com slash Hollywood Unlocked, and then you can subscribe. It's only $1.99 a month. All right, I just want to say thank you so much to all of you who are super fans who actually subscribe and support the show. Those of you that send in um, your super chats, uh, I really appreciate it. Just think if we got to $1,000 or $2,000 every show. Now, I know that's a lot, but if we have 2,000 people and everybody spent a dollar, we would hit it, right? Remember, you are supporting Hollywood Unlocked. You are supporting the show by sending in your uh, support, your super chat. So if you feel it in your heart, you could send $20, $5, $1, $100. Hell, you could send $1,000 if you got it. But just continue to support the show because that's how I pay my staff, okay? Oh, yeah, we got all the lights, yeah. All right, look, I'm also over on Beagle. I have a new show going up. This is my Beagle ID. All right, now my Beagle ID is the only Jason Lee. Y'all need to update it because I got more beans than that um, and more followers. But either way, it's the only Jason Lee. Go find me over there on Beagle. It's an app called Beagle Live. I'm going to go hard as hell in November. I'm putting some fire under my family's ass. They better get their dragons ready because I'm coming. I'm a dragon slayer, baby. Dragon slayer, okay? Now, this is your chance to come up and talk to me. You can call me right now, 1402-GAGGING. This is it, 1402-GAGGING. This number should be in your phone. You can also come right up here and talk to me right here. This is the video uh, link to come up here. Now, make sure that if you're coming up here, you're coming through the video, enable your echo cancellation. If you're calling in, please pay attention to the phone call and not the stream because you may miss your chance to talk to me. I told you we're going to keep this show going, baby. My staff is happy because they like, we want to get up out of here. Johnny riding up the hill. Kevin, Kevin beat everybody to work today. He said, I am not getting in trouble. Okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, listen, this is our chance, your chance to come and talk to me. Uh, hello there, how are you? You're on mute. I'll do that every time. Hey, Jason. Hi. What's going on? I'm, I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm only caught the last end of the show. I was at work. 
You're gonna have to come back when you get prepared. I love you though. Hey, Amberlynn. Hey, Jason. Hey. You know, you know what I was just thinking? A lot of our day ones are gone, right? Jay's gone. Wait, wait, wait. Christina barely pops in because she's trying to find a regular man. Uh Corinthian is gone. Uh, what's that man's name? Um, the one that annoyed everybody. Zaydon is gone. Um they want to be gone. The Bell Twins don't come back. Who? Gina's mm-hmm. gone. I know. Uh, 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 Nardi's gone. Uh, Atiba or whatever his name is with the hair with the guy, he's gone. You know, well, we have new fans to the show, though. So listen, those of you who are new fans to the show, I mean, they probably still watch. I know Gina watches and people watch. Hey, Gina. Listen, those of you who are new fans, I want you to stop calling in and come up on this video chat. There is nothing like me meeting my fans face-to-face, seeing you in your element. Get your sweaters and your merch. I'm going to start wearing the new Once we get the new merch, I'm going to be wearing new merch in here at all times. Right now, I'm just in my robe comfortably. So I want to see the new fans wearing their merch and showing up on the uh, the show. So make sure you do it. If you're home right now on your phone, and you plan to call and come right now, get in here and let me meet you. I want to meet you, meet you, meet you. All right, well, go ahead. What's up? Who is that sitting there with you? This is my sister, my older sister. <laughs> her name I, is Nakia. Why you got to throw her under the bus and call her your older sister? <laughs> no, because she looked like my little sister. So everybody gets confused. But no, she's my big sister. This is my my heart. She and Leo like you. <laughs> okay, well, nice to meet you. I'm good. Yeah. Watch, did you watch the show? Yes. Okay, so what you think about what we talked about? Well, Lil Bootsy, with his crispy, crunchy, the fuck ass, I'm tired of him. He a low-key pedophile-ass nigga. I'm about to personally reach out to Dr. Kaborkian's oh, motherfucking colleagues. I'm reaching out to Dr. Kaborkian's colleagues so they can come get this nigga and put him to rest because I'm tired of him. He's always disrespecting somebody. He don't have no clout. He don't have no songs, no music, no talent. Nobody cares about him, so you disrespecting everybody. Now, if somebody take you out in the middle of the night and say that you drowned in the tub or something, motherfucker, then what? You know what I'm saying? And for uh, Donald Trump's son disrespecting Alec Baldwin, that was an accident. That had something to do with production. They shouldn't have never motherfucking had no live round in there. And motherfucker, you look more like Pence than you look like Donald Trump. So I'll go get a DNA test. How about that? Wait, wait, Amberlynn, let me ask you a question. Everybody wants to know what you are for Halloween. Medusa. But if you look at Medusa's face, don't you turn to stone? I just make all the niggas dicks hard. That's that's what this Medusa do. This the new age Medusa. I just make them dicks hard. You know what? Yeah, allegedly. Okay, what's up, Weedy Poo? Hey, you doing? How you doing? Hey, get what? Get Today I was picking up the um the trash and stuff, right? Don't you know I bust my head? How you bust your head taking out the trash? I Okay, Weedy Pool, let me tell you what you need to do. When you get off the show, download Tinder and find you a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, but we listen, listen, Weedy Pooh. If you get you a, you can get you a young tender, 
in his 30s mm-hmm. who can come over there and help you live your whole life. He will, he will bathe you. He will feed you. He will dick you down. He will smoke weed with you. He will take your trash out. He will do everything you need. All you got to do is give him a place to live and call his parole officer and give a good report every month. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know. Do, do that shit. But listen, I'm back home. I'm back home and smoking weed now. <laughs> Oh shit! I can. Mm, I was listening. I was. I was listening my weed. Wait, you couldn't smoke weed at your mom's house? No, she. My mom. My mom. Um, don't even know I smoke weed. Your mama watches the show, Weedy Pooh. No, my mama 80, 88 years old. No, she. No, she not. Why you? You. What you should have did was you should have said, "Mama, let's pray." I got this new incense, and you should have put a big old blunt in there and lit it, and let it just burn like an incense. Play play tarot cards with her. She did thought she would. She did thought she saw Jesus. I ain't think about that. You should have told me that. Okay, next time. Next time you go to her house, let me tell you what you do. Put up two big blunts on two opposite sides of her house, wherever she sit. Make sure she's in the middle. Burn them and just let them burn. And then after a while, she's going to feel so good. And she's going to be like, oh, my God, baby, those incense are so amazing. What are they? Say, OG Kush. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what do you think about today's show? I can't stand that motherfucking pussy. You know, you know I can't stand him. Oh, oh no. you know, you know, um, the, the um, a, a lady and her son got killed, right? And her and the uh the um the father, she she was um she the he went he looked just like Boosie. Who? Oh. What father? What father and son? The, the the mother and the son got killed and he the father was uh talking about um uh um find a killer find a killer and he just he looked just like Boosie. Just well, let me think about it let me think about it because I don't really know any black serial killers but let me think about it oh my Think about it. I'm gonna come right back. Think about it. I'm gonna come right back. Think about it. I'm gonna come right back. All right. Hi, hey, Jason. Hi. Hey, Jason. Hi. Hi. Hey, Nunu. What's up? Go ahead, Sharon. Break it down. Um. Okay. Well, Weedy Poo, I'm so glad you're back smoking again and that you are able to smoke weed. I'm so proud of you. It's for you, Weedy. I thought with you. Now, let's get into the messy report, shall we? Okay, starting it off with um, Jay Balin. Now, bitch, you have put black women on leashes, and it is motherfucking 2021. I don't want to hear any motherfucking apologies at this point. Y'all motherfuckers know what you're doing. What you're doing is you're trying to test the waters and see what the fuck you can get away with. Now, see, we'd be wrong if we do some shit, like do a video and have motherfucking burritos and tacos pouring down in front of the screen, motherfucker, and have little goddamn Mexican children dancing in cages to the tune. Now, we would look really fucked up. 
So I'm going to need you guys to do better and respect our race, okay? Not putting us on leashes. Now, Alec Baldwin, this is some sad shit, and we do uh, 100%, you know, send out our condolences to the family. I do want to say, though, that this is some rich people shit, and y'all rich people need to be careful with this because, see, y'all got so much people, so many people working for you. You want some tea, they fix you some tea, they just hand it to you, they, you drink it. Yeah, you, you got shoes that need to be laced up, they just hand it to you, you just... Step into them and walk into them. Niggas give you a motherfucking gun and bitch, you just shoot it. Y'all got to start checking your own shit. And that's just some real tea for you. Okay. Um, and now y'all got Donald Trump motherfucking son sitting there and going in and talking about y'all. Now I told y'all these white motherfuckers, they ain't give a fuck about you. I and here it was. I thought it was just the black community that didn't give a fuck about one another. But Donald Trump. What check off the list because these motherfuckers <laughs> don't give a fuck about you motherfucking white folks. They really do not. And now this nigga is out here making shirts. And guess what? Donald Trump ain't going to sit there and correct it because he only was concerned about y'all because, motherfucker, they had an agenda when he was in the White House. So guess what? Now y'all look dumb as fuck. Y'all are sitting there and trying to go in on Donald Trump's uh, sign. And the only color they motherfucking give, uh, care about is orange. So moving on from that. Now, um, oh, did I forget a uh, little boosie? I think I did. I think I just jumped over. Uh, Lil Boosie, I can't believe that. Hold on, you guys. Where my notes go with Lil Boosie? Okay, well, um, I don't know what happened with that. I don't know what happened with that. Oh my gosh. Okay, moving on, you guys. I don't know. I shouldn't have hit that blunt. I don't think I should have hit that blunt. This was a bad idea. This was a bad fucking idea. But y'all, we live. Let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling now, Kyrie. No, get to part, get hurry up because your messy report then got too messy for me. Get to it. Okay, look, it is Kyrie's choice. It is his decision to decide if he wants to sit there and get vaccinated or not. We do not care nor give a fuck about uh, the sick yeah, dicks. Right now, right now you're giving me that drunk Girl, auntie that I don't want to come back to the picnic. Like, you know what I'm going to have to do, Jason? I'm going to have to say, look, remember, there is nothing too messy for the messy report. I will be covering myself on the next messy report, and we cover the mess so you don't have to stress. That's all. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Now that's the damn. You so high, you can't even do your damn job. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> Nuna, what's up? What is going on? Who? It's on my right. I'm gagging. Okay, let's take a call. Hello. Hello. Yeah, this is Onyx. Okay. Hello? Hi, Onyx. What's up? So, okay, really quick. Alec Baldwin, uh, white people kill white people all the time. Uh, didn't Barbara Bush, like, run over somebody before and she got off because of that? <laughs> Jay Baldwin is a Latino. He's a white Latino and he's racist, just like the Asian woman in the store. Uh, but low-key, the celebrity thing did come up in my mind about why she behaved that way. If if she was hurt because somebody didn't know who she was, uh, you talking about Tammy? That sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> what? You're talking about Tammy? Yeah, it sounds like a personal problem. If 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 she was upset that some old ass Asian woman didn't know who she was, like like I, to be honest. There's some people I know who wouldn't know who she was either. Mm, got it. And I'm a black person, so it's like it feels it feels like she she did that on some I'm a celebrity, you should honor me type shit. 
Boosie, I got a cousin that act just like that nigga. All you got to do is ignore him. He will go away. Just like, my screen, just, like, just, like, just like my screen did. But Hold on. Let me get this camera away. back up. Where the hell the camera? He said it is going to go away. The camera went away. What the hell happened? Did the camera die? Shit, we're going to have to finish this motherfucker on iTunes or iPad or something. Because at this point, it looked like straight midnight in here. What happened to the camera? Listen, there's nothing too messy for the messy report. We cover the mess so you don't have the stress or too stressed. Hell, I'm not. You didn't cut Onyx off. Restart the damn. Am I blurry? Get it fixed. Is it Mercury retrograde? It's over. Hell, I just think this whole century has been, this whole decade has been Mercury retrograde. Onyx was in the middle of his dissertation. Hurry up, hurry up. I don't know how much time. Okay, you know what? I blame her high ass. <laughs> Go ahead, Jameer. Hey, what's up, Jason? All right, so um, I want to talk about Lil Nas X and Lil Boosie. So first, um, Lil Boosie need to change his name to Lil Bussy because he took it way too far, Jason. I learned from Miss Pat that if you go through life addressing every asshole, your fist going to be covered in shit. Why the fuck does he feel like he got to address every asshole or everything that he think is an asshole? Like, he really need to just get it the fuck together, grow the fuck up, and just let Lil Nas X live his life. And, um, Jason, Lil Nas X took 6 9 job because he is the king of trolling. Why is there a delay with me? I'm delayed. Yeah, you are. Can you... No, don't close Wirecast because I'm over. No, it's just going to be a delay rest of the show. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. I'm, I'm doing this. Uh, I'm doing a show like I'm high right. Now. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, listen, you guys. This is this is my thought and prayer. Follow me on social media. I do the mess so you don't have to stress. Good night.